0: From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Hello, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, email edition for June 24th, 2010, from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles. Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Kathy Whirling, and Max, the intern, now with his iPad, back in the peanut gallery.
1: His eye patch. Oh, he's like... <laughs>
0: oh, Lord, they just get worse and worse the older you get.
2: He's a pirate of downtown Orlando.
0: We will be reading your emails and playing your voicemails on this week's show. We do these, generally speaking, every other <laughs> week. Um, <laughs> More or less.
1: <laughs> Weather permitting.
0: Weather permitting. Illness Health. permitting. No really? You know. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, the address is podcast at wdwinfo.com, or you can go to our show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com, and fill out the feedback form. If you'd like to send us a voicemail, toll-free in the United States, Canada, and Mexico, one eight seven seven three one zero nine six six two Or you can record it on your computer and uh, send us a MP3 or WAV file with your question. Those are preferred. Um, And if you are an iPhone or iPad user, you can use a a voice memo recorder that actually comes with the iPhone, and you can download one for the iPad and email that to us right right from the device. And actually, the sound quality on those is fantastic. That really is the best way, honestly, if you're an iPhone user, do it that way. It's so easy.
3: Or if you don't have a question, you just want to send us an update from the parks, we like those too. Yeah, we'll take those as well. Absolutely. So, uh,
0: at the end of every month, we select one person at random whose email we read or voicemail we played on the show. And give them a shot at the Prismatron, which uh, actually starting next week, will have a whole new list of prizes cool. that we'll, we'll be giving a, away. We'll Universal tickets, people. Harry Potter merchandise, <laughs> <laughs> Butterbeer. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think we'll throw an iPad in yeah. this time.
3: I think I just pooed my pants.
1: Really
0: <laughs> Okay, well, well I pooed. I love those shirts. Um, okay. and also if we do read your email or play your voicemail on the show you will get your choice of a dis t-shirt or a dis pin and lanyard as sent out by Mister. teresa
4: until julie comes back which is next week right
0: yes julie's back next week yeah oh good <laughs> that was quick huh it's good that we know it <laughs> we know what's going on yeah really i didn't think she was coming back so soon that's great yeah
3: three months is up
4: golly really has it
3: been three yeah i guess it has family's like oh, three boy.
4: she's walking around three months. Uh, she's rolling over
3: she did just once Finally. No, now she's rolling over. Okay. Now are you going to bring wants. Finley or are you going to... We still have a babysitter. Thank God for her. She's a lifesaver. Yeah. How's, uh, how's Ferris? Oh, he he's loving her. Yeah. You know, we just need to make sure he doesn't bite her feet and stuff like that. He loves to push her swing. And so he's he's definitely getting more and more interested in her. Oh,
0: that's cute.
4: Those are good good times, those ages.
3: Two in diapers. Yeah. She's tearing up. Good times.
4: I'm just thinking about it, you know. These days are gone.
3: We bought
0: her crib yesterday, so you they're going to be sharing that. a room. Oh, yeah. Well, if Max becomes incontinent, he can wear diapers again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so they're in the same room? How's that working? Good?
3: It's working good. We have a video camera on top of each one of them. Oh our, my um, our bedroom's like the central station. We can see both of them when they sleep at night. They each are have their serious? own screen and monitor. It's kind of creepy.
4: That is no
3: absolutely. You need that. It, you, you'd, you do. You you'd think <laughs> It sounds like cool. I think <laughs> they lived in a twenty-two room mansion. <laughs> yeah,
4: they're just across the hall. Oh, my
3: Times of Julie has like a sail monitor next to our, on next to her side of the bed. You do do to
0: live on the Gaza Strip.
3: Right? Right? <laughs> I have the two monitors um, where we can see him. Is that way, you
4: know. Are you going to do that when they're like older?
3: Well, no, we'll just have one big one that's, that we can see <laughs> the whole room. That kind of like pans back and forth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I
4: need that for Max's room. Well, maybe I don't. It'll be kind of creepy. <laughs> Kinda,
3: yeah. <laughs> What's the
5: kinda part? Well, more than kinda. I think
2: it's creepy with Ferris and Family. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, our first uh, voicemail this week. I actually uh, didn't write down what all these were about, so I don't, I can't intro them other than to tell you who they're from. So, all right, our first voicemail this week comes to us from Ruth in Northwalk, Virginia, who has some questions about smoking. So here's Ruth. Don't do it
6: and podcast crew. This is Ruth. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia and I have a question that I'm having trouble finding information for. I post this on the board but I think that I would get slammed with information that I don't need because I'm looking for hotel friendly places for smokers. My husband is a smoker. We love to go to Disney and um, Disney of course has a Uh, pretty much a no-tolerance policy, and that's fine, in in their hotels, and um, we're looking for a place to stay that's friendly to smokers, that's a good location to Disney, and that's a nice place. I know that... um, That was a big pause. (laughs) I'm so nervous. I know that, you know, we shouldn't be smoking, blah, 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 but I don't find that these... There's anywhere on any of the boards. So thanks very much for helping me out. I want to make it as a surprise for him. And um, any information you could give me would be great.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Ruth, for uh, for calling in. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a world, understandably, that is increasingly unfriendly to smokers. Uh, and virtually all... Of the hotels that I'm aware of in Orlando, uh, are non-smoking rooms.
4: Buena Vista Suites does have a few smoking rooms. They
0: do have some smoking rooms.
5: I think Lowe's Royal Pacific.
4: Just right. a few.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think the well, <clears throat> it's Hard
5: Rock doesn't. I know Hard Rock is sort of hard. Rock green, is, yes. which is odd. To be of by Green, you had to be non-smoking.
0: I, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But yeah.
3: Um, well, I mean, is she looking to? For him to smoke in the room, like like on the couch or the bed, or there's also
0: an option to get a room with a balcony. Well, this is what I was going to say because that's you know that's my preference. Um, I I actually don't like uh, even if I could smoke in the hotel room, I don't like to. Uh, I am a smoker, and uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying that you know, yes, it's bad and we should quit and blah blah. blah. Yeah. You know, I'm not debating any of that, but the fact of the matter is there are people who do smoke, and I think honestly. Um, you know, Buena Vista Suites is certainly an option. But I think picking hotels that have balconies, for example, the Swan Dolphin has a number of balconies. Right. Sheridan Vistana. Sheridan um, Vistana. Uh, on Disney property, uh, you're a little more limited with the balconies. The Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, the Contemporary all have balconies. Um, I don't think any of the moderates do.
3: Uh, the
4: cabins they got that little grill outside you could-
3: The Fort oh. Wilderness cabins Yeah, you can step yeah, out onto the watch. porch But yeah. the moderates you enter from the outside And also the value resort So right. you can still step outside your right. door right.
0: Well, no, you no, really that's can. right. You that's have right. to go to the smoking area
3: yeah.
0: um, But, uh, you know, picking uh, hotels with balconies uh, Is also an option uh, Swan Dolphin, like I said, in particular That you can, you know I don't believe Swan Dolphin offers any smoking rooms
4: not to my knowledge.
0: Uh, but they do have a number of, of rooms with balconies, and you can go and, and do that. And, you know, like I said, for me, that's preferable. I, I don't um, – it's not because I have a personal problem with the smoke in the room. I just uh, – I always think about the people checking in after me. Um and, you know, for Walter, too, because Walter quit smoking. He doesn't like. I never smoked inside, anyway. But you know, being in a smoky room. No, he was never. I,
5: I, I stayed in a smoking room one time. It was hideous. I smoked, and it was just like, this is the worst room I've ever been in. My I can't yeah, wait you to you get just out can't of it. can't clean it. god-awful <laughs> room.
4: It reached. Living an ashtray.
5: Yeah. It was like staying in an ashtray. And actually, that's the first time I quit smoking. You know, when, you, when I kept calling you saying, you know, I'm not smoking? Mm-hmm. I was in a smoking room. I think I smoked the first night in the room, and then I quit the rest of the week. Now the Swan
3: <laughs> Dolphin's pretty strict about the room smelling like smoke. So even if you go on the balcony, you need to close that door because yeah. they, they'll find you. Right? It's like a fine of a hundred dollars if they catch every,
0: you. Every hotel has some kind of cleaning policy, fee. cleaning fee, whether it's fifty, a hundred, two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, the one you really have to watch is uh, the Grand California now in yes. Disneyland uh, because they tell you that if you're smoking on your balcony and your smoke you know kind of wafts into somebody else's room cuz their balcony door is open you'll be fined for that Oh, wow. That they're extremely strict.
5: We also need to be, you know, considerate. Like if you have an empty water bottle with some, a little bit of water and you put, you know, all your butts and ashes, you know, don't leave butts and ashes laying around. Make sure you, you know, at least keep things clean and then you're probably not going to have as much of a problem.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah, Calvin. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I try and be very conscientious about that. And, you know, not, I'll I'll put my, if I'm someplace where there's no obvious place for, a, a you know, an ashtray, um, I'll just, I'll, I'll stamp out the cigarette and then put the butt back in my cigarette pack. You fling it as far
3: as you can.
2: <laughs> On to the next balcony.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, you know, as far as smoking in hotels, you know, it's in, increasingly becoming uh, uh, a, a less of an option in terms of finding smoking rooms. So uh, that's really the best suggestion I could make, is is to, you know, look for a place with a balcony uh, or a patio Um
7: I know at Caribbean Beach they have courtyard rooms, and that's where the smoking area is. So you could always request like a room near the smoking area. Right.
0: That's right. a
7: good idea. Mm-hmm.
0: See, when I stayed at the Caribbean Beach, the smoking area was not very far. I was like right on the. I was a corner room right on the lake, and the smoking area was literally like ten, fifteen feet away. And I actually enjoyed walking. It was really nice to sit there and have my cigarette and. Watch everybody pass by, and
4: when you were over All Stars recently, yeah. the smoking area seemed to me it was very limited. It was limited, and it was right out in the middle, and pe- non-smokers mm-hmm. had to walk through it. To
0: and it yeah. was packed. It was every there was a lot time. of people. It there was yeah. like twenty people in the smoking area anytime you went there.
2: So
4: you
0: didn't even have to light up yourself, really? You yeah. Just
4: stand there and With inhale. One, one bench, or maybe two benches. It was one
0: two bench, bench two one benches. benches. Yeah. Okay. there were two benches and two ashtrays, but. But there, there were other smoking areas, you know, located around the property, okay. but yeah, that one was the popular one. Closest and, to
4: the pool and everything?
0: You know, and then, you know, there's, there's one couple. Set up camp? Set they up had camp. The, they had their kids. The kids were there playing ball. Everybody sitting in the. Having to dodge balls? Yeah, from, I mean, we were sitting there and like, you know, balls were hitting us and <laughs> they were laughing. They thought this was cute. I'm like, I'm ready to snap your neck.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. What happened?
0: We're sitting in the smoking area. And there's this family, younger younger parents, Not mom active, and dad, right. and two or three of their kids. They apparently started breeding when they were eleven. <laughs> um, so the uh, uh, and, they, and the kids were like playing with this ball. It was a big ball that they were bouncing around and playing, which was fine. It was kind
5: of like a dodgeball, actually. You know that size and that shape. But
0: the kids, <laughs> the balls. kids kept you know throwing it over their heads, throwing it over their heads, and it was hitting us. <laughs>
1: Were they in the smoking area? Yes. Place? Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. Were they smoking? The parents the kids, were. The parents were, not the kids. <laughs> not the kids. The kids were in the same area. I mean, you know, they were the right. Kids had the candy cigarettes. I said,
1: like, Don't be ridiculous. The
3: kids
2: <laughs> had chewing tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> and let their kids smoke better with
3: beer.
0: So yeah, it's just, uh, it was odd. It was odd. All right. So Ruth, I, I hope that that helps you out. <laughs> um, who has an email they'd like to read? I, I do. I
2: do.
0: Walter was first.
5: It says, hi, my name is Jen, shipped to the sea on the boards. I was listening to last week's podcast, and I was wondering if you need a printer to use the online check-in. No, you do not need a printer to use the online check-in. Uh-oh. Nope. He's nope. referring to online check-in at the resorts? Yes, yes, when you go. I guess she's thinking maybe you had to print a confirmation. Like or at whatever, the airport? You don't, you no, you don't, you don't have, have to. to do no. that.
0: You do not have to. Uh, you're just filling out all the information that they would normally take during the check-in process, your credit card that you want for incidentals. All that other stuff So that When you get there There's a packet there With your room keys And everything you need And it is The most like, brilliant Like you said I brilliant. can't imagine someone Not doing it Yeah it's the most brilliant Process I've ever seen It took
5: us three and a half Minutes to check in it Three and, was and a half a- minutes at the all
0: stars To this day To this day I'm stunned Yeah By that But Nope you do not need a printer Okay Thank you Walter Who else
4: Me Over here
0: Oh, because, thank you, Teresa, because I was not aware exactly where you are. <laughs> given that we're all sitting in bushes and I shrubs said exactly. and
4: I said, Marco. I'm sorry.
2: I'm setting my GPS. Okay. This
4: comes from Victor in Smyrna, Georgia. Teresa, I heard you talking about taking surveys online. But do you know of one where I can get Amazon.com credits? I could really use that info. Why, yes, Victor, I do. Testspin.com. You go and you um, register, and you take, um, you do you test new products, and you can get up to six hundred dollars in merchandise at Amazon.com by doing this. You can test um, products, music, videos, websites, and you get up to four dollars to, per survey. Up and see thirty dollars to join focus groups. So interesting, and all they give you is Amazon.com credits. Credits.
1: Cool Once you start doing this Do you find you're getting a lot of spam
4: Oh Yeah once you put your email address out there Yeah my advice would be Get
1: another Mm -hmm. email address See mm -hmm. I didn't You can get like a Yahoo address for free or something And have all that stuff go to that That makes a lot of sense
4: Because every day I get updates for all these places I've been to I get updates Especially that one where I was trying to get the $25 gift card from Disney I'm still under a dollar in how much I've earned <laughs> You're up to 72 cents, Tracy. Wow. Yeah. I say,
1: cash that in and bring it with you on your
4: trip. <laughs> Try to use it. But anyway, it, people are doing it. So, um, you know, I just don't have the time to because it's time consuming. So, you know, cool, though. Thank yeah,
0: you, just sure. get a job.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: his
3: feet's open opening his electronics.
0: Yeah. It, while we were recording UPS stopped by and which they're doing a lot now because I'm like I've been ordering online like a lunatic I don't know what the hell's going on but
1: I think UPS stands for your Pete stuff
0: <laughs> used to work for UPS I love that company I got a range extender for my wireless network very excited
7: do they work?
0: I'm about to I don't know I haven't actually tried okay. it, So
5: yeah, for people How far does it extend? It must be riveting to hear you opening it. To Stanford,
4: <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, it extends. It's
0: supposed to, it's supposed to uh, extend your wireless range by up to three hundred percent, which I need in this house because I have so many dead zones. Really? With this house, yeah, because this house is built solid. This house is built in the six in the early sixties, so which is ancient by Orlando standards. So yeah, and it's solid. These are these walls are solid. So. All right, our next uh, voicemail comes to us from Andrew in the U.K., who has some questions about the holidays in Orlando. So here's Andrew.
8: Hi, podcast crew. This is Andrew from the U.K., stage man on the boards. We'll be over in the world uh, end of this year, December, uh, for Christmas week. Um, In the Magic Kingdom, crowds permitting on Christmas Day, um, I've heard all about the chaos so we're uh, well prepared for that um, we would like to get uh, Christmas dinner uh, traditional Christmas dinner at some point um, I wondered if you had any recommendations um, within the parks I guess because it's probably easier uh, to stay in there than, than come out again and go somewhere else Um so any recommendations would be greatly appreciated Uh, also we'll be going over to uh, Universal for New Year's Eve, Um, we did at Epcot last time so we thought we'd give uh, Universal a try and wondered if you'd experienced that before Um, is it worth doing or um, worth staying away from so uh, any opinions on that would be great love the show, thanks, bye
0: well thank you Andrew um all right, first, Christmas dinner.
8: Well,
1: what does he mean by traditional? I mean, is he looking for figgy pudding and blood pie? Or
0: <laughs> I don't know what they I do. knew, I knew, what? I knew. That's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> the Anglophobe was going to be figgy pudding.
1: They eat weird stuff over there, I don't know. <laughs> figgy pudding. And that what they eat? Well, oh, that's uh, plum pudding. That's my uh, Christmas carol.
2: Yeah, because he,
0: he asked about a Dickensian Christmas. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> um inside the parks you well, know, if you're
2: going to the magic kingdom on christmas your day your
0: only option is going to be a liberty tree tavern really. i
2: would say crystal palace i'm sure they'll have a turkey you'll have to go get your own christmas dinner but uh
0: yeah for for sit down for you know to be served it's going to be liberty, liberty tree tavern, tavern.
2: uh right. you're not going to want to leave the magic kingdom if you're there in the morning it's going to be crowded chances are it will thin out later in the day
0: But it does often, uh, early in the day, it does close for capacity on Christmas Day. It's not unheard of for that to happen.
2: If you want my honest opinion, I would just skip Christmas dinner and just get in wherever you can. Reservations are going to be hard to come by unless you make them exactly at 180 days out, which I believe is probably...
0: Which is in in three days from today, right on the 25th.
2: So you're going to have to be there... You're going to have to be on top of things to get any reservation.
1: You're also going to be, no matter where you eat, no matter how good it is, you're going to be disappointed because it's not what you're used to. Right. We, we had this experience on our one vacation. We went away for Thanksgiving, and we were looking for a quote-unquote traditional Thanksgiving. And everybody has their own traditions and their own foods. It's not going to be what you would have at home. I say go the opposite route. Eat something completely different. Really? And make it an adventure and make it fun. Get funnel
0: cakes or something. Yeah. Well, Wow, look at uh, Scrooge and Marley over here.
1: <laughs> We've tried. We've tried it. We did. We've tried. And it's just it's well, not. It's
4: not. No, ma- You're right. No matter where you go, it's not going to be. But we, it could be something new. We tried right. to Make do it. it in, something
2: new right. and fun. Yeah. That's we, we tried did. to do it in Las Vegas. And we found this grand old hotel in Boulder City. And we decided we were going to go there because, you know, they probably had pilgrims who were going cook to turkey, cook turkeys and bring them out to us. And everything came out. And we watched them stand just behind this screen and they would pull the saran wrap off as they brought our plates out so it was not a great experience Mm. and then we tried to find another place we ended up in a diner and it's one of those things that i don't know that there's any place in disney world that's going to have that sort of traditional christmas dinner or thanksgiving dinner that you're looking for
1: in hindsight we probably shouldn't have been looking for pilgrims in nevada Probably not. <laughs> not the best I don't think they made it that far off the boat. When,
7: when we come down at Christmas time, we always did fifties prime time. That's not you Magic Kingdom, me. but you know, that's a if you want that homey feel.
1: Right, you get a homey meal, but I, I say oh, Liberty
7: Trink. Homie. 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 Or, homey?
0: Yeah. Homey. Homey. Homey or homo. Just, that homo feel. <laughs> well, I mean yeah, the homie feel if you're, you know. If your family was mildly dysfunctional and...
7: Well, I... Out of a fifty I,
0: sitcom. <laughs> right out of a fifty sitcom. I had
7: weird relatives. So. Well,
0: that
5: loop? That doesn't stop? And
1: what was the other question? You want to go to Universal at New Year's? Universal
0: okay. for New Year's. It's as good a place to go for New Year's as any place else in town. It's going to be crowded. Um, to I know? would also recommend that if that's your intention to be at Universal for New Year's that you get... Uh, you get a hotel room on site.
7: Most definitely. Uh,
0: you do yeah. not want to be driving around uh, the roads anywhere.
1: I was going to say, if you're going to be at Disney and staying at a Disney hotel, just stay at Disney and mm-hmm. use the right. transportation. Yeah. Don't and if you're trail. thinking of going to
0: Universal
2: to go to City Walk, just be aware of the fact that there will be a separate admission for City Walk on New Year's Eve, and it's usually quite pricey.
0: And, but they usually do a pretty good job. They, I right. mean, there's 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 usually dinner, there's there's drinks, there's. I know, wasn't
2: judging the quality. I just mean that there is a separate admission that it's not the kind of thing that you're just going to wander right.
0: into. I, I personally have never done New Year's at Universal, but I have heard very good things about you know about uh, New Year's at Universal. So that would be my recommendation if you're going to do Universal. At the very least, uh, get a hotel room for that night. Again, you're going to want to do that fairly fairly far in advance. I would nail down these plans now. Our
2: boat driver on the Wishes Cruise the other night told us that if we were fireworks fans, we should see Disney or the Magic Kingdom on New Year's Eve. The fireworks are supposed to be unparalleled.
0: Well, especially, I mean, if I don't know how they could ever do anything better than.
2: I apologize. No. I have an eye doctor appointment tomorrow. Oh,
0: okay. Um. Uh, how they could do anything better than those fireworks we saw the other night I, I don't know uh, they were that was spectacular
7: So did you miss Wishes then because that's the question everybody asks No God. not at all no. No. no I mean I
0: love Wishes I'm not taking anything away right. from Wishes but this made this made Wishes look quaint
7: In my I opinion
1: know, too did. this has a really cool story arc to it I think this it firework did. has a really good story to it where Wishes is kind of wishes and dreams and make a wish say a wish
0: right, exactly. put a wish
1: under your pillow
7: I was always... That that was my big deal. I liked Wishes.
0: I wish this cost people. less money.
7: <laughs> but this new one, it's like, I, I really liked
4: Wishes. I really liked the new yeah, one. No, my mouth was open the whole time I had yeah. these fireworks. It was just...
0: They're awesome. It was... Mm-hmm. I, I actually want this... Really, I want to go book another fireworks cruise. And, and Once you've again.
2: done it, it spoils you. Yeah. I, I want to do it again. Well, I've done, I mean,
0: I've done fireworks cruises before. I mean, really, it's not n- anything new to me. But... Just seeing that perspective was beyond a doubt amazing mm-hmm. to me. It was just. It, I stunning. was thinking,
1: too, is we should have brought the camera and filmed it. From right. There.
0: Well, that's why I want to go back. We'll do it next time. And do that. so hmm. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Andrew. I hope that answers your question. Who has an email they'd like to read? I do. I'm just not that organized to be ready.
2: I have another one along the same lines. This is from Jason Conroy in Spokane Valley, Washington. Dear podcasters, we'll be visiting the world from the day before Thanksgiving through the first weekend of December. My wife will be going with her brother and our two year older kids, ages eight and four, to Mickey's very Merry Christmas party on Tuesday the thirtieth. I won't be going because I already went during our during our prior visit in two thousand seven while my wife went back to the pop with our then eighteen month old. I don't need another I don't need another fifty dollar cookie. I will be alone with my twenty month old son at the poly and will be looking for something to do. Assuming my wife and company go to the parks after the midday nap at five PM, where would be a good place? to eat and then a good park hotel to visit i'm uh going excuse me i'm open to going to any park hotel on property downtown disney and eating counter service i was thinking a walk to the ticket and transportation center then to the studios for the osborne lights and some character meets or a monorail ride to the magic kingdom then a bus to a hotel to see christmas decorations we live in the pacific time zone so we were able to stay out a little bit later I think your ideas are great, Jason. I think going to see the Osborne Lights uh, is a great idea. If you're going on a weekday night that week, you might find that it's not as crowded. Uh, any of the hotels are great to go see for fire. Uh, excuse me, for Christmas decorations. I've got fireworks on the brain. I personally think the Wilderness Lodge is pretty spectacular mm-hmm. when it's decorated for Christmas. Yeah, but if you're from the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. That might be something you're too familiar with. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Grand Floridian's always pretty.
2: The Grand Floridian is pretty and has the gingerbread house. I find the contemporary to be um, a little stark and a little modern with their decorations, so I'm not entirely sure that would appeal to a 20 month old. But I think the Osborne Lights is a great idea, and you know any place, any of the places you go will have counter service. That
4: Swan Dolphin's beautiful at Christmas too.
0: Yeah, they do a nice job. And they always have special things going on Mm -hmm. on the weekends in particular. The
2: Wilderness Lodge does, too. We have friends who take their um, grandson to the Wilderness Lodge because of the things that they do have going on. Cool.
0: Well, thank you for that, Kevin.
3: Who else? I have one from Sandra. She's from Michigan. Corey, I want to try Blizzard... Sandra Bullock? No. I wish. Uh, Corey, I want to try Blizzard Beach with my six-year-old son next trip. Wondering if there is enough to do for my 49-inch-tall son who has the motor skills of a three-year-old. Tykes Peak looks perfect, but he's too tall. Would Ski Patrol be too much? Any other areas in the water park that we could do together? Well, the, the height limit in Tykes Peak is 48 inches. I really think um, try it first. There are some attractions over there, like there's a little tube slide that he might be too tall for, but... Just let the lifeguards know. They'll let him go down. Um, go to Tykes Peak first. Try it out. Test it out. If it's too boring for him or he wants to take it up um, another step, head over to Ski Patrol. That's the preteen area. There are things over there like iceberg walks that he can try. There's a, little, um, there's a slide over there. There's a T-bar. I'm not sure um, how his motor skills are, if he can hold on to a T-bar, but it drops you in very deep water. So you're going to have to judge how, how he can swim. There's also uh, a slide over there called Cool Runners. It's a scaled-down version of Runoff Rapids. It's a tube slide. It goes pretty slow, so again, you'll have to judge how he uh how fast he likes to go. There's a lot of things you can do. I mean, there's the um take the chair lift up to the top of the mountain. You can ride team boat springs, which is a family raft ride. Uh, there if you if it's just you and him, there's a minimum of 4 people in there, so you will be riding with someone else if you don't have um, somebody with you. It does Go pretty fast. So, again, there's runoff rapids. You can ride it with him. Put him right in the front of you, and you go down together. Just be ready to pick him up when you hit the catch pool. Sometimes people flip out. Also, don't overlook the creek. The creek's a lot of fun. I mean, just, is. just floating around, relaxing, and kids enjoy that. And I enjoy that. Um, Meltaway Bay is the, the wave pool. It's not big waves like Typhoon Lagoon. It's more, more bobbing waves. But it's calm, and you can bring tubes in there. So that's a lot of fun. And there's the toboggan racers and snowstormers. Those are toboggan rides. Uh, the toboggan racers, you can ride right next to them. It's kids, go, kids go on these attractions over and over again. They love it. Snowstormers can be a little fast. Um, test it out. You can, you can go down first and wait in the catch pool and just t- tell the lifeguard up top to send him following you. And I think that's about it. But, I mean, really and truly, there's only three attractions you could stay away from. Summit Plummet, which is the, the speed slide, and then Slush Gusher right next to it, which is another speed slide, and downhill double dipper. Everything else, I think you'll be, you'll be good. Cool. In a nutshell.
4: Really? Wow.
3: I know Blizzard.
0: That, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <those laughs> Blizzard is right. Cool. Well, thank you for that, And Corey. they have those
3: donuts. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the donuts. <laughs>
1: I think you should prepare him for this trip. I think you should, you know, throw him up in the air and splash water (laughs) in his face. Make sure he's ready. You don't think that's a good idea? I didn't say a word. Oh,
0: you're so. a reason you don't have children. The (laughs) reason the state took them away. (laughs) All right, who else?
7: I do. This is from Margaret in Glasgow, UK. We are planning a trip to the world in early December. We would like to do one of the seasonal tours on this trip, the Holiday Delights Tour. When I called the Disney tour booking number, they said that because it wasn't showing a start time, they were unable to book it for me and to try again another day. I did so for a couple more days, getting the same answer. Given international dialing rates, I didn't want to continue doing this on a daily basis until it was available, and no one at Disney seems able to tell me when it might open for booking. On your site, I noticed that the bookings for the food and wine special events don't open until July, so I wondered if the same applies to these seasonal tours and that the booking window won't be open until a couple of months or so before the tours start. Given the team's extensive knowledge of everything Disney, I'm hoping one of you will know when the booking window for Holiday Delights normally opens. If it's much closer to December, there's no point in me calling the tour booking line till then and I can spend my time listening to the podcast instead of being on hold for well, you know, a Disney if you, representative.
0: If she booked her trip through Dreams, she wouldn't have to worry about it. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It. just saying.
7: Thanks for any advice you can give me. Love the show. Regards, Margaret. Well, I had the same experience that, that Margaret had. I tried several times, and that seems to be how it works with Disney, that you, know, you either try to find out when it's going to open or even when it's open, not everybody's on the same page. But... I did find out that they offer the tours on Monday and Wednesday, but they have nothing in their systems yet for this. But last year they opened the bookings in September, so I would say in the next month or two. And as soon as we hear, you know, we'll probably put up a an update on the DIS saying that you can book the tour now. So it's not just you.
2: It's my understanding that Candlelight Processional is going to open up at the end of July. And I imagine tours will open up probably about the same time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the Delights tour the one that was done through,
1: it was originally developed by the Disney
2: Institute? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, yeah.
7: yeah.
1: That's why I got lost there.
7: Yeah, it just yep. gets frustrating sometimes that people are really anxious to book things, and Disney is sort of like, well, we'll get it to you when we get it to you, and you know they know people will book it anyway.
0: All right, our next voicemail comes to us from john in wales in the uk and he has questions about car rentals in orlando it's just what we need another brit driving on the roads in orlando
1: so oh has, and if i would have said that
0: <laughs> i love the brits i'm allowed to you have this disdain for them that is unexplainable so I don't
1: i just think they're weird
0: here's john
9: oh, wow. <laughs> oh it is unplugged team uh my name's John Burtbeck I'm calling from Cardiff in Wales. Um, I just wanted to just record something today just to tell you about a recent trip I had, uh, just possibly a suggestion that other people might be interested in. Uh, I've been listening to you guys for about two years now on on my iPhone uh, tuning in every week listening to all your different shows and they're excellent and I love listening to them and I feel like I know you guys completely now uh, my name's Biosphere on the board so I'm really one of those people who uh, doesn't really go online too much for Disney um, I just tend to listen to all the forums and listen to your great advice and all your tips and restaurant reviews and everything um Anyway, um, my suggestion for uh, people travelling to Florida um, is uh, renting a nice car. Since I was 12 years old, I always wanted to drive a Corvette. Um, I used to clean cars in a local garage, and they had a 1986 Corvette, um, which I loved and polished every week. It's about 16 years later, on our recent trip in May I finally got to fulfil the stream and it was great um, what happened was uh, in April I was booking all the car hire um, and I did a few quotes on the usual sites that I go to uh, and then I remember um, hearing I think that uh, Hertz had moved back to beyond the airport so I thought I'd give them a, a go on their website and get a quote off them um, which actually uh, with a discount I found online, was one of the best quotes I got. Uh, and so whilst I was booking the car hire for two weeks, I noticed at the bottom that uh, they did a fund collection, and one of the cars that they had is a Corvette. The quote for two weeks was obviously very high, but um, I remember thinking at the time, oh, I could rent that for a couple of days. And so I did a quote for renting it from a Monday to a Wednesday, and it actually, the quote came up for £235, which is about $340, wow. I think, at the exchange rate at the moment. That is very reasonable compared to prices in the UK, because I had looked at trying to find a place that would rent a Corvette once before, and for a weekend it was going to cost a £1,000. And they'd also want £5,000 to deposit on a credit card, and you had to be over 29, and you also could only do about 100 miles on it, and then you'd start paying extra money. So, this was a bargain as far as I was concerned. Uh, and I think when we rent in the UK, it's slightly different to what you guys have. Um, we have to pay for all the extra insurance because, of course, we don't have any kind of higher uh, insurance in America, so uh, that was really quite a good deal for those two days. Um, Anyway, I don't make it too much of an advert for Hertz, but uh, I rented two cars with them, and uh, it was was probably the best service I'd received from any of the car hire companies. Uh, I've tried other ones, and um, to be honest, I've usually ended up arguing with them over something at some point, or you you have the... uh, every time uh, trying to uh, increase your insurance and get you to pay for roadside assistance and things like that. They were the first company I've ever had that hadn't spent five minutes arguing with them that I didn't want it. I just said no, and then we moved on. But, uh, I imagine some people have had appalling service from Hertz and much better experience from others, but um, really, as far as I'm concerned, I was quite impressed with... Their whole service, and I probably would use them again. Oh anyway, yes. It, overall, it's not a Disney, Universal, Sea World, or theme park mm. experience, but it's something that might appeal to some people. Anyway, uh, that's really all I had to say. It was just a kind of quick suggestion, really. Um, just wanted to go over kind of my experience with it all. Uh, hopefully, it might benefit someone uh, if you know if someone was looking to, you know, uh, have. Uh, present for a husband or wife or someone just for a couple of days, just to drive around in a fun car, then it's something that may be worth it. Anyway, uh, I'll go now, but uh, just wanted to say thank you for all your hard work. Um, I'm one of these people who tunes in every week, can't wait for you to post the next show up and there every Wednesday morning um, probably checking too early to <laughs> listen to the next show. Um, but thank you for your help um, and uh, hopefully um i'm actually going to be moving to america in about a month's time so i'll be in a position to actually bring up uh dreams unlimited and book a holiday through you because uh, it seems like a much better experience than actually having to do it by yourself every time anyway thank you
0: well thank you john for calling and just before i get into it, uh just because you're in the UK doesn't mean you can't use Dreams. Just
1: going to say we have many we have, UK. We have a clients. lot of UK
0: clients, so um, you can absolutely use Dreams. Um, I appreciate you calling in and, and talking about uh, renting an exotic, or what would be considered an exotic car, um, because it's I, I I do not believe we've had either the question or the commentary on it. I think this is the first time. This is why I wanted to include this particular email. Uh, Yeah, uh, a lot of the car rental companies will offer nicer cars uh, every now and again. Um, But there are two companies in Orlando, uh, probably more, but two that I'm aware of, that actually specialize in renting exotic cars. Uh, Now, keep in mind that these are absolutely ridiculously expensive. Um, For example, Exotic Car Rentals of Orlando... Which is located That's on, funny, I'm on the exact Corey's same website, which yeah. is Price and
3: Lamborghinis right now. Yes. <laughs>
0: located on the uh on International Drive. Um has like a special, a weekend special, Friday to Monday, six hundred and fifty dollars to rent. It's two hundred and forty nine dollars a day.
1: For a Jesus Corvette. Christ.
0: Or fifteen hundred dollars. This is for a Corvette. Right. Um they offer cars like uh Aston Martin, Bentley's oh, wow. uh, Escalades, Jaguars, Lamborghinis, you can Mercedes, do a, a Ferrari $1,
3: $1, $1,795 a, a day.
0: It's, it's crazy. Yeah, It's crazy. A Rolls Royce Phantom um, is $10,775 for the week. Wow. $1,795 a day for a Phantom.
7: And the thing to keep in mind, not only it hurts at a lot of these places, you can't use valet parking. It's in your contract that somebody else can't drive the car. Oh, That's so something check, to keep in mind. So yeah. check your contract. That you know. And here in Orlando, at Hertz, you can rent whatever model you want. It's not like you just book the fund collection. You can tell them which car you want. And he oh. didn't really say it on there, but he mentioned it. But Hertz is back at the airport now. And... It's very easy to pick your car up It hurts But there are also If you park at the airport You get 30 minutes free parking Before they start charging you So you don't need to try to find a spot In the garage
0: So there
5: are I'm sorry
7: you You also can rent a Harley
5: Oh yes I knew that Really? Yeah, you can rent a Harley. Mm-hmm.
4: Attempt a special motorcycle license for
5: that? Yes, you have to be
2: able to drive it before you rent oh. it. But <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> once you can do that, you can. not That's, that's it. pretty much the rule
1: for anything.
4: <laughs> oh, I know. I drive you know. it. It's
1: like plus. Um, on a plus. On a slightly different note to this, we've never done this, but something that Kevin and I do is when we think about buying a new car, when we go away, we'll rent that car.
7: Oh, I do that, that makes all sense. the time. Yeah. When we
1: were out in California, we rented a Chevy Suburban. We wanted to see what it was like for us. So. It's similar to what he did. I mean, not on that scale of that much money, but it's a good thing to keep in mind if you're coming here on vacation and you think, well, eventually I'd like to purchase this particular car, see if you can rent that.
7: And Hertz, since we're talking, he was talking Hertz, if you have a AAA card, they offer really good discounts with the AAA card.
9: Wow.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just uh, thought that was interesting. That's one question we have not, Gotten on the show At least not that I'm aware
3: of it, It's too. not so cool though If your Corvette has Rent me real big On the See, side Yeah I was wondering About that too <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of pizzazz gone yeah. And
7: Hertz used to have The Shelby Mustang Which was Back in the old days People used to Rent it To go race it And I'm wow. sure That happened With the newer ones too
0: no. Interesting Like
2: back in the 60s No well, They still have no.
7: Shelbys Last couple of years They've had Shelbys And yeah. you know oh. um, Ford makes special Shelby Mustangs just for Hertz.
0: I did not know that. Well, so thank you very much for calling in, John. I appreciate the the call. All right, who has an email they'd like to read?
4: I do, from Laura from Omaha, Nebraska. I have a bunch of old park tickets that I know are no expiration. Is there any way to check if there are any days left on them before I go to Walt Disney World? Yes, we have the information on our website. Um, Corey, do you know the number? you have it up there? It's
3: um, 407-566-4985, option two. Now, this is only available Monday through Friday from 830 to 430.
4: Okay. You can also check at any gift services in the parks.
3: We also note that this, is, this can be a hit or miss, but yeah. anytime you call mm-hmm. Disney, it can be a hit or miss. So keep that in mind.
1: The nice thing is if you do have days on your ticket, you can go to Disney and have them consolidated, too. So you don't have to have like four thousand tickets with one day on them, right? Which
4: is what
0: you have one I ticket have. with four thousand days. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Wow. Wow. I want that ticket. Do
1: you? I think right. you have that already, don't you? Yeah, I think he does. With the diamond pass.
0: I do. I have that magical. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> I have the ooh pass. Ooh.
4: The ooh pass. But I had, I found a bunch that I had from two thousand two, that uh, some had water park on them, some had, you know, a day left. So it's cool. Cool. When you find a find like that.
0: Great. Thank you for that, Teresa. Who else has one?
4: I
7: have one.
0: All right. Kathy.
7: This is from Lisa Clough. Hi, everybody. I was wondering if the single rider lines are really as great as everyone says. No. I keep hearing that wait times are much shorter using single rider lines, if you don't mind not riding together. And are the single rider lines available on every ride in the parks or only certain rides? We are a family of three, two adults, and a 13-year-old daughter. While we love everything about the parks, we are definitely ride junkies and want maximum time on rides. We do get to the parks early and utilize FastPass when possible, but I'm just wondering if single rider lines are another option to think about. Also, is the Spirit of Aloha show at the Polynesian worth doing? It sounds pretty groovy, but one never knows. Any thoughts? The podcast rocks, and being a Disney junkie who is clear across the country in Olympia, Washington, it keeps me connected with my favorite place in the world. So thanks for all you do. Best regards, Lisa. I always seem to have the bad luck to be behind the people in the single rider line that don't understand the concept of the single rider line. Anybody else get that? Where They want to bring their whole group on and
0: all ride together. Mm -hmm. Uh
5: Nice. I went to test track one time with the fast with the single rider, and it was much quicker. You know, just mm-hmm. <laughs> once you have the concept, you have yeah, to as long as you, with, know, yes. probably, you know, you're probably
3: you know you you might. I'm not going to be, be riding, riding with this. a stranger, yes. Right. And sometimes yeah. you get lucky. Sometimes yeah. the person you're with will be in the car right behind you, or even right. the seat right behind you.
0: Yeah, but you, just you know, never. the people the people who go on the single ri- single rider's expecting line, expecting it, yeah. expecting it, and then like you know cause a stir when they can't go on with their friend, they should be ejected from the park, right. never to be allowed back in. <laughs>
7: They should have to wait for Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they should be made to go to Universal's Grand Openings.
7: Okay, so what about the Spirit of Aloha dinner?
0: What about it other than, you know, you could pretty much get the same food if you had somebody chew your food and spit it out in a plate? Ooh.
1: Mm. Ooh. I've done it twice. I'm not that impressed with it. I know people love it. They think
0: it's great. I. Food is terrible. Yeah, I think this Isn't is the quite it- frankly, quite fr- really and truly, uh, I think the best luau in town is at the Royal Pacific Universal, uh, Royal Pacific. Um, and I- I'll tell you, it is f- the food was phenomenal. It's been a few years since I've been there, mm-hmm. but the food was absolutely out of this world, and the luau show I thought was really enjoyable.
7: How about the one at SeaWorld? Don't they have one? Now yeah, too? they
0: do, and I did not enjoy that one at all. Okay, um, I found the food really lacking. Um, Unfortunately, that's a problem at SeaWorld. It didn't always used to be, but um, lately it seems that the food at SeaWorld is not always the up to time speed. We went to
2: Dining with Shamu, the, that food was pretty good.
0: That food was decent. Yes,
2: SeaWorld's always had a reputation.
0: No, there was a time where I thought I always felt that SeaWorld had the best uh, in-park food of any of the theme parks, because um, they did. They had some really good, uh, some really good options. But, uh, you know, lately, you know, I'm... I, I haven't been very impressed with their food. It's like he's a horror. Shut <laughs> no. up. the enterprise. No, I was. <laughs> His headset on. He's pushing button. Full speed ahead. For some reason, the the uh, my my I, log, I was logged into my Wi-Fi network on my iPad, and it dropped out, and I was just entering the password. In it. Oh like <laughs> <I'm a> horror! <laughs> <laughs> smack. you are right. getting a signal cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a signal smack across the back of the head. Alright, and our final voicemail comes to us from Lisa in Massachusetts, who has some comments about the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique experience. So here is Lisa.
10: Hi, this is Lisa from Massachusetts, queen of three on the board. Um, I just had two totally unrelated topics uh, from a podcast from a couple months ago I just wanted to chime in about. Um, the first was the the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. Um, Julie has mentioned that you know if you were to do it to kind of go all out and have your daughters have the whole costume because you know when they see everyone else have the costume on um, you know uh, it wouldn't be the best situation for them kind of thing. Uh, What I did because I have three daughters so doing the full package would cost a lot of money. We actually brought our costumes from home the ones that we had purchased like for Halloween from just you the department store. Uh, they actually didn't know they were going to be going to the Derby Buffalo boutique. It was a surprise, but we had said, We'll bring our costumes in. One day we can dress up in the parks. Um So they had them on, and when we got in there, they had, you know, the hair, makeup, and nails. And we actually did the one in Downtown Disney because this was a couple years ago. It was right before the one in the castle opened. Um, they really didn't even seem to notice the other kids. Um, some of the ones that did have go in the dressing rooms and change. You know, we said, oh, they must have had one, so they bought one here. I mean, the costumes are in every store anyway. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that if you, you know, the people that are out there that have more than one child participating, and it would be so much money, that um, if you really do bring your costumes from home and wear them in, it's really uh, not a big deal. The fair must are just as great towards them. And also, they got the princess package, I think, with the bun, and they got to keep the little barrettes. Um, they got to keep all the makeup. Um, extra makeup that they had with them, so that was great as well. So I just wanted to throw that out there for people that were thinking about it but didn't want to really spend the extra money on the um, pictures and the costume. And actually for pictures, we had taken what ended up being our Christmas card right um, outside of downtown Disney with all those um, winter big statues of Mickey and Goofy outside of the Christmas store. So you can kind of do your own thing. I just wanted to throw that out there. And the second thing, um, when you were talking about lost and found um on that same trip our seven-year-old uh had brought her favorite little blanket from home and unfortunately it got taken away with all of the sheets and bedding when the mousekeeper uh washed our sheets and we didn't realize it of course until that night late when she went to go to bed. I don't blame them at all. Obviously, um, I used to be a housekeeper, not in Disney, but I had a hotel, and I always made sure they would take off their stuffed animals because I know how easy it is for stuff to get um, trapped in between all the blankets. Uh, this, that morning, we were just rushing out to make our reservation, I think, and it got swept in there. So I just wanted to let you know what Susie actually did for us. Now, this was a small little, like a baby blanket, like a fleece, little small baby blanket. Um, that she had been using since she was two but there were no markings on it not even a tag nothing so we kind of knew it would never get found um, however the manager had come up talked to us you know took all the information she could was definitely looking into it but in the meantime like I said this was late at night she came back a little while later with a huge very expensive uh, princess blanket but it was actually not even the characters it was like a big I think it was a tiara and said something about like a little saying about being a princess, but this is like a huge, probably even bigger than like a twin bed size, really nice blanket um, for her, as well as a coloring book for her and her two sisters in crayons and the big, thick nice princess coloring book. So that I was totally amazed at because really they didn't have to do that. Um, like I said, she was seven. She understood. Obviously she was still upset, but we never did get it back. We did find a replacement that was pretty close to it that she ended up getting a couple months later but um, I just wanted to let you know how great they were and this was at All Star Music so I just you know wanted to throw that out there um, to see to, to, to let you know what they actually did for us um, we thought that was really nice and really not necessary um, and also a tip just when you do have little kids make sure you take everything out of the beds before you leave um, so that's all I wanted to say thanks so much for all you do um Keep up the great work You're making uh, My walks with my iPods A lot better Listening to your
0: podcast Well thank you very much For that Lisa I'm glad it all worked out With your daughter's Blanket
4: That's devastating though When a child loses Something that they Need to go to sleep
0: Right That they're yeah. attached to like I see that.
1: Teresa's wheels Turning over there I yeah. lost my mink coat
0: <laughs> Really?
4: And I left it on ring. the bed
2: I lost my $25 gift card That I didn't get <laughs>
4: That's cool. Disney goes above and beyond, though. You know? At All-Stars, so...
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: I think Disney's really good about going above and beyond when people aren't demanding. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the nastier you are and the more entitled you come across, the less likely they are to do anything for you. Good. Yeah, agreed. So, all right. Well, that will do it for the email show that has taken us, like, a month to record. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed it. We thank everybody for your patience as we've dealt with illness and with uh, weather. So fortunately today the weather cooperated. We were able to record. And the reason we say the weather is that if it's obviously if there's an electrical storm or a lightning storm going on, we can't have the equipment running. So we hope you'll understand during the summer months in particular that does become a, an issue for us. So with that, we will say goodbye until next week. We hope you enjoyed the show. And thanks for listening. And we'll see some of you Saturday. We'll see some of you Saturday. And remember, stay out of the damn Universal Studios.